Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Live from Studio A, he's a man with a message, a conservative with compassion. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Andy Froyland. Thank you, Deep Voice Announcer Guy. Hi there, and welcome to Lifeline, our Truth For Today edition of Lifeline, featuring our teacher and pastor, Phil Howard, who is your uh, speaker on the radio program, Truth For Today, here on KFAX, Monday through Friday in the morning and Sunday mornings as well. We've got a unique situation today in that I'm not actually here, but... Larry Howard is, and Ted Montoya is. So you are in the very capable hands of a couple of really amazing ministers of the gospel. And so with that, let's turn things over to Pastor Larry and get tonight's lifeline rolling. Larry? Perfect. Hey, uh, thanks a lot, Andy. Appreciate that. Um, I want to just start off tonight by reading a passage where we're going to be talking uh, tonight uh, and we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving. And yesterday was Thanksgiving, and um, uh, I believe that most all believers should be thankful. And um, even if you're an unbeliever, there's lots of things for you to be thankful about, I'm sure, if you look back over your life. But we're going to read a passage of Scripture, uh, one that I, I seem to come up, I've come across in knowing we're going to be talking about this subject matter. So I'm, I'm reading out of Colossians 3, verses 15 through 17. If you're driving your car, please just take me at my word and listen to this. Don't look it up. <laughs> I want you to keep your eyes on the road. But here's the passage. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, 
teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So giving thanks through Christ to God the Father. So three times we see in this passage, be thankful, give thanks, have thankfulness. And so this is where I kind of land. There's a ton, and I mean a ton of passages of in the Bible, in the Old Testament, New Testament, of giving thanks to the Father. And um, if you think about it, um, even in your prayer life, there's a petitioning that takes place in a prayer life, which is you telling God what you need. He already knows what you need, but he's telling you. And so you have that going on, and then you also have a um, uh, a praising him, and in that praising is where you're thankful. And so one of the things that I'm really thankful for uh, tonight is I'm joined here tonight by uh, a dear friend in my life. Um, I'm going to read a passage, and I'm going to I'm going to uh, attach it to him, and I don't want to embarrass him. Uh, I told him I might read this, so I'm going to read it. And uh, because I didn't want, I don't want to lie to him. And I think this about him. And, and the, that guy is uh, Ted Montoya. Uh, Ted Montoya is a pastor of Boundless Grace over in Fairfield. And I've known Ted for most of my adult life. Uh, we ministered together here at Valley for years. I, he was on staff here for 18, I believe, as a youth pastor, different things. And I know uh, there's going to be uh, Andy, Andy. Andy will probably give you a fuller uh, <laughs> a fuller dialogue of who Ted is, but this is who he is in my life. And so I, I want to read this passage because I think it's true of him. Uh, when, I, when I think of him, this is how I feel. I think my, this is in Philemon, uh, verse 4. I thank my God always, and I'm making mention of you in my prayers. I always thank him when I'm thinking of Ted in, in my prayers. I always thank him for, for the, this friendship and, and those things. So you see Thanksgiving here. Because I hear of your love and of the faith which you have toward the Lord Jesus and toward all the saints. And I pray that the fellowship of your faith may become effective through the knowledge of every good thing which is in you for Christ's sake. For I have come to have much joy and comfort in your love. Because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, brother. Mm. And that's how I think of you, Ted, whenever uh, whenever I think of you. So I'm going to give him a chance just to say hello to all of you. I, I do all the talking on things, so usually, Ted, and you're probably not surprised by that. Well, but, <laughs> I, I would just say uh, it is a privilege to be here. And Excellent. Larry, those are um, some beautiful words articulated by the Apostle Paul, but I know they come from your heart. And so they bless me. Of course they bless me. And. And uh, I am so grateful to be here. It's good to see you. It's yeah. been a long time since we've actually seen each other face to face. It's a blessing. You know, I'm thankful for you, and, and we'll probably get more into the personal thanks kind of thing. But yeah, I, I am uh, my favorite holiday every year is Thanksgiving, right? I really mean that. that. To me, you know, Christmas, of course, the significance of Christmas and Easter are wonderful. Sure. I mean, they're, that's where our faith is based upon. But, it's, you know, because of all the trappings that can get connected and, and dilute the, the meaning of Christmas or Easter, Thanksgiving is pretty hard to dilute that. Well, I guess the turkeys and that kind of thing. But, I, mean, I mean, the bottom line is... I'm thankful for the turkey, yeah, too, yeah, though. Yeah, we are. We're thankful for, yeah, the meals that we eat and, and sure. the people in our lives. And so I, I really love Thanksgiving. So it's a, it's a great opportunity and a privilege for me to be here with you and and with with Chuck here running the radio broadcast and and of course I'm grateful for this church and its role in my own life. Right. I, I think that I want to make sure we take a moment, and I know you're going to agree with me on this, um, uh, that we take a moment to 
to thank the guy that's supposed to be here in my place right now, which would be <laughs> Pastor Phil Howard, Dr. Phil Howard. And um, I'm going to maybe have you kind of un- unroll maybe a couple stories of thankfulness that you may have for his role in your life, sure. Pastor Phil. I know I've, I've been on the radio three or four times here recently, and I've been able to talk about the multiple ways that he mentored and the way that um, there was never a put on by Phil. If he was mentoring you, he was doing it from the bottom of his heart and not because he wanted something from you. Yeah. He wanted what was best for you. Yeah. So I always felt so. I know that you probably feel that same way. I know you still talk with Phil quite a bit, even though you're pastoring your own church now. Yeah. And the influence of, of him in your life, maybe you can just speak on that maybe for a minute. Sure. Too. Well, I am, I am really grateful for Phil. Um, to this day, I consider him my pastor. Mm. And, uh, you know, when you, when you go off to pastor a church, um, it, you know, at least in my, from my perspective, you still need the mentors in your life that mentored you. And Phil, uh, without question, was the number one guy as it relates to the scriptures, pastoring. Uh, Phil's fingerprints are all over my life. And for that, I'm grateful. In fact, as I was um, planning uh, the church that I planted, probably the first five years, there wasn't a week that that went by that something that Phil had said to me mm-hmm. or said in my presence that didn't come to mind in the middle of making tough decisions or thinking about difficult passages or difficult people. Phil literally has, I mean, I, this is, this is not a stretch. This is the truth. His fingerprints are all over my life. Right. And for that, I'm really grateful. I, I you know, I will think of him uh, for all, you know, even into eternity, that brother, you know, he's just, a, he's a special man in my life. He, right. He, he is. Right. And I think, um, I know you and I and Phil have, been several places together and done lots of fun things together and laugh and joy and pray together and uh, learn teaching each other scripture things, you know, yeah. just constantly. And what I, one of the things I, I'm so thankful for Phil about in my own life is growing up under his ministry, being here since I was 14, um, is how I could bring Phil a passage of scripture that I think he probably knew a hundred thousand times better than me at that point in life and share that with him and the exuberance and joy that he would have over that he would act like he had never seen the passage before yeah yeah (laughs) which then encouraged me to bring him more passages so i I don't know if you ever experienced that or not but man i'm telling you i've I've thought back especially when you go over you you get a little more further along in your faith and and, maybe a little bit more education or whatever and you start to realize Wait a minute. He had to know that way back. Why? Why did he? He just. So I think he's the comfortability. And um, one thing I would say, and I, man, I don't want to be careful with how I say this. And so if I don't say this right, I hope they cut it out. But um, <laughs> if, yeah, I would. I would say it this way. I think that um, your personality type, like a Ted Montoya's personality type, fits the Howard family personalities <laughs> it fits really well uh he's a very encouraging guy and exhorter and exciting and so we're going to hear some more stuff from him uh real soon but uh yeah we just wanted to acknowledge i want to make sure in our early part of this that we acknowledge uh, Dr. Howard, because he has been such an instrumental part, and um, he could just be one of those. We, we could read Philemon about him too. Obviously, absolutely. I just yeah. I just spoke to Phil on the phone. I call him Phil, but I just spoke to Phil on Pastor the phone. Phil, yeah. Pastor Phil, just um, uh, maybe two weeks ago, and I called him, and, and I was discussing some some theology out of the Book of Revelation. And, and I said, Phil, I'm a, I must have been sleeping during the eschatology class <laughs> because I never 
ever thought about whatever I was thinking about at the time, and he just laughed, and we had a great time of fellowship, yeah. even over the phone. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's hilarious sometimes um, how that can be so true, right? You read you read something that you've read maybe five times or ten times or maybe even more, and all of a sudden you look at it and you go, wait, where was I at? I This is like a, the first time I've ever read it almost. Yeah. And you know you've read it. You've read through the Bible 20 times. But all of a sudden a passage hits you and you're like, Wait, wait a minute. Have I ever read that before? What happened? <laughs> and so, I mean, Phil probably has done that in his own life, so it's probably hilarious to him, too. So, um, yeah, so I, I think that um, just, uh, man, I, we don't want to praise the man too much, but I, I would just say he's something to be thankful well, for. Well, how about, how about, why don't we pray for him? You know, he's been dealing with some issues. Are sure. you familiar with that? Yeah. You're probably more yeah. familiar with what we need to be praying about. Yeah, he, he just has had some uh, throat throat issues and some, some medical conditions there. That uh, That's why you keep hearing from me every month instead of him. And so, um, yeah, we need to, he's had a surgery on that, and that was successful, but there's still some recovery times and things like that. Maybe we can open up the next segment by having you pray for him, Ted. Okay. How's that? Sure. Perfect. Absolutely. And that means we have to take a time out, check some traffic, pay some bills, and we'll do just that. Off to the KFAX Traffic Center. We've got a look at your commute. This report is sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Good evening. More problems in the Santa Cruz Mountains, northbound 17 between Redwood Estates and Saratoga Los Gatos Road. Now you have a new accident at Alma Bridge Road, moved over to the right shoulder. You're on the brakes in Concord, westbound Highway 4, before Willow Pass Road. I'm seeing a multi-vehicle pileup in the left lane. Still monitoring a crash east of Hercules, eastbound Highway 4, before Franklin Canyon. A pickup truck and a gas tanker have mixed it up on the right shoulder. And Fairfield dealing with a crash. He's bound 80 at the Cordelia Scales. It's blocking the right shoulder. That's traffic. I'm Steve Herrera. For victims of drunk and drug driving, our grief is unique. But you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. Jesus will never leave you. In Hebrews 13.5, we read, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. This is our great Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, promised to you. He is always available. If you are in need, He is always there to help. No matter what the trial or difficulty you are going through, He already knows about it and knows exactly how to help you with it. Talk to Him. Let Him know how you feel. Expect an answer. Read His instructions to you in the Holy Bible, a book He inspired to be written to teach you how to have the best life possible. Ask Him for help in reading that book and understanding it and knowing how to apply it and put it into practice. If you're not attending a church to help you do this, please feel welcome to visit us at the Watsonville Christian Church. We meet at 10 a.m. Sunday mornings at 12 Brennan Street in Watsonville. Looking to sell or refinance your home? Maybe you're ready to buy a home or considering investing. Don't make a move without first checking out The Real Estate Connection, Saturday mornings on KFAX. Host Stephen Thayard is a certified probate and real estate specialist who knows the Silicon Valley market like no one else. He'll introduce you to experts on everything from landscape design to leaky pipes and a whole lot more. The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayard, Saturday mornings 8 to 9 on AM 1100 KFAX. And now, back to Lifeline. 
And we are back. Lifeline, the Truth For Today edition. In for Pastor Phil Howard, his nephew, executive pastor of Valley Bible Church, Pastor Larry Howard, along with uh, a friend of ours from another church, Pastor Ted Montoya. Uh, let's uh, jump right into it. Larry? We were just talking about Phil and some of his uh, medical conditions, and he'd had a surgery, and, uh, and we had asked Ted if he would pray, and so we were running out of time. We didn't want to uh, squash your praying time there, so why don't you just spend a, a moment and, and uh, ask God to help heal up Phil. Sure thing. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, first of all, we are grateful for our brother, for our pastor, and uh, well, Lord, you're the healer. You're the God who um, put those vocal cords in Phil's throat. Yeah. Yeah. And you've used those vocal cords for years mm-hmm. and years and years to declare the gospel and the truths that are contained in your word. And we thank you for that. And we thank you for Phil. And together we just pray, Holy yes. Spirit, yes. would you just touch him? Yeah. Would you bring healing into his life? We want to hear his voice for many years to come, mm-hmm. not just in the radio, but in our own personal lives. Yeah. So we thank you. We're, we're, we're a believing people. We believe that you are the God that heals. And so not only us in this studio, we're praying for Phil, but all those that are listening. Yeah. We all just enter in and intercede for this brother, this pastor, this doctor, that you would just bless him with health. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So when we were... Um, before the before the show started, we were talking about a, a few other things of um, Thanksgiving that we can do, and um, one of the things I'm extremely thankful for in my own life is uh, salvation. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like uh, you know when we become believers, we can sometimes, uh, you know, especially if it's been a while, you've yeah. been a believer for a long time, and there, I think there's times in our lives that we are more thankful than others. And um, Scripture just, like I said, is so packed full of Thanksgiving. But I, I think that um, in my own life, getting saved so young, I've, there were times in my life I think that I thought, well, man, I don't have the story that everybody has because I got saved so young. You know, I got saved at five, and uh, I didn't do all the things everybody else did necessarily. But I, I learned over time that that was something to be thankful for. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but now, Ted, I know you have a different story. And so um, I don't know how much you want to share of that story, but I think there was um, – I know that you were up in Washington and uh, going through some things up that way, and you had an encounter with the Lord. Yeah. And so I, I know that that's changed you forever. And so maybe you can talk about uh, the, a little, share that story in the in a way of being, I'm so thankful that God took me to Washington, okay. that God, okay. you know, that type sure. of, yeah. Well, you know, I, without going into all the details, right. you know, I, I, I uh, in my teen years and early 20s, I just was, you know, Doing the prodigal son thing, if you will, and sure. you know the listeners know what that means. And uh, I, you know, it, was, it wasn't that I didn't believe in the Lord; it's, I believed in God and I believed in Christ, um, but I hadn't experienced Him. I hadn't experienced the power. You know, I, I would hear about you know the wonderful things that, that God does for people, but you know, I was coming off of a family that had had gone through a divorce and a lot of pain, and yeah. and so you know, I didn't understand the God that would allow you know pain and suffering into your life and uh so i was doing my own thing you know a lot, like a lot of people that's you know you the the party scene is a lot a lot of times it's it's just a camouflage for what's going on in people's hearts they're they're trying to numb themselves yeah. medicate themselves from, yeah. from life and uh in the middle of all of that a friend of mine came to know christ and um he invited me to come and live with him for a while and while I was up in Spokane, Washington, this I, I saw Christianity in a different way. I saw people who were, I mean, 
I guess fanatical would probably be the best way to describe these folks. I'm not sure I'd even agree with all the theology that I was being taught sure. at that time, but these folks were on fire. The Holy Spirit was was evident in their lives. They believed and expected God to do things, you know, and one night he did. Uh, you know, he, he he I came to the end of my rope, you know, and, and we don't have time for the, all the, the you know, the events that happened around <laughs> that, but um, one night in a small Bible study, I just kneeled on on the floor in a in a trailer house uh, on a snowy night, and and the, there was a pastor in this Bible study, and he said, "Ted, you've you know you've done life your own way, and it doesn't appear to, to be working, working too well." Too <laughs> and, and it wasn't. There was no denying that, you know. Yeah. And he said, "When would you you know when would you like to let God have His turn?" And that night, April third, nineteen eighty three, I think April six, maybe it was. Uh, 1983, I got on my knees in the trailer house in front of about 12 believers. Nothing fancy, a bunch of guys in snow boots and, <laughs> and you know, thick sweaters. And, you know, it just wasn't church, you know. And they, and I got on my knees and, and I said, what, what do I do? And, they, you know, these people just said, just tell the Lord, you know, tell the Lord you're sorry for your sins. And as I began to do that, um, the best I can describe is the Holy Spirit came upon me. and Because I, I, I've never had that experience since then. And um, excuse me, I, I've never had an encounter like that, even to this day. And um, I was, I was, um, I was brought to uh, a place of of weeping, deep weeping, and I didn't understand it. You know, I was, I just, I just was broken. I mean, I mean, my spirit was is broken. I think maybe what Jesus said, "Blessed are the broken in spirit." You know, yeah. And, and I recognized my poverty before the Lord. And I began to weep, and I began to say, you know, and I remember saying, I, I don't know why you want me. You know, I don't mm. bring anything to the party. Yeah. I really felt that way. And I still kind of feel that way. I don't bring anything to the party. I'm not I'm not a professional religionist. You know, I'm pretty right. much your average guy. You yeah. know? And, and um, but if you want me, and if you can empower me to live in a way that would please you, then, then here I am, you know, and... That weeping turned to a moment of me. I be, I got off my off my knees that night and started to leap. <laughs> I literally started to leap, and my hands raised to the air, and I just began to just thank God. You talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah. I began to just thank God. Tears flowing off my face. I, I'm emotional talking about it. Every time I talk about it, I get this way. But I just began to say, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord." And and the Thanksgiving had to do with knowing that His grace was. Was enough to cover my sin, yeah. Because uh, I felt like a really, uh, I felt like a, a hardcore sinner. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, the murdering guy. I wasn't, I wouldn't have stole from you, but I was living a dark life, and and uh, God in His grace, uh, Larry, He 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 did something in me that night that has has forever changed me, and and I am, you know. Regardless of what's going on in the world around me, it is well with my soul. You read that passage. I think the peace of God. Be thankful for that peace of right, God. Right. That there's a deep peace in me because of His grace, and and that all started with you know Him saving me. He right, saved me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, and I think we have to. Um, I thank you for sharing. I've I've heard you tell this testimony many times. Yeah. I have, and every time I hear it, I'm still thankful. And, and I'm not the one who saved. He saved you in that story. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something about we're supposed to be thankful about what he does in other people's lives. That's right. Right? Yeah. And so and, and so this is where hearing your story, hearing what God did for you, and and I think it's it's an interesting thing. 
when we're thankful to the Lord about things, I think we're fulfilling a commandment that he gave us, mm-hmm. right? He said to, we're supposed to be thankful. Yeah. And so, so we want to make sure that we keep that at the forefront of our mind. That's right. That we're That's always right. thankful. That's why Thanksgiving is probably such an important thing to you. Like yeah. that. Yeah. So I think that now, now here's the wonderful part. We're not done with that story yet because I want you to, um, tell about when you called your dad. Yeah. Was he thankful when you called him? And then, and then here's the other part, Ted, that I know you know, but whenever someone gets saved, there's a lot of thankfulness going on in heaven, too, as I recall. Oh, yeah. I think there's something about angels. Rejoicing. Rejoice. Yeah. yeah, they're, yeah and good. they're thankful to the Father. That's amazing. And so, I mean, there's always there's just tons of thanksgiving, and God deserves all of it. So why don't you talk about, if you can, I don't mean to make you an emotional wreck, but yeah. <laughs> just talk about maybe that. Sure. Well, well, it wasn't long after that evening, that life-changing evening, that um, I knew I needed to come back to the Bay Area, you know, that it was time. I needed to get back to work and, sure. you know, doing the responsible thing. And, but I, I was on unemployment. I had been laid off from my job, you know, and uh, I, ne- I needed to go back to work. And so I called my dad and and said, Dad, you know, I, of course, I told him what happened. He'd been praying. His sure. church had been praying. I ran into people in the grocery store <laughs> years later says, I was praying for you, you know. Yeah. Thank, and, thank and, you. Oh, you got that right. You got that right. And, and so I called him. I said, Dad, you know, um, I've given my life to the Lord. I've surrendered to him, and I want to come home, but I don't have a place. I'd lost my apartment, all of those things, you know. And I said, I just want to know if you'd let me stay with you. You know, I'm 23 years old. In those days, you were kind of gone by then, you know. In right, days, it's right. 29, 35, whenever you move <laughs> yeah. out. But anyway, you know. They never move out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, Dad, you know, can I stay? And he said, well, son, yeah, you sure can, you know. And I said, but I, I, I don't have a way to get home. I've got a couple hundred bucks. You know, I can, I can buy a plane ticket as far as um, Medford, Oregon. But that's it. I can't afford to fly all the way, you know. And uh, I was wanting to know if you could pick me up at the airport in, in, in Medford and drive me back to the bay. And of course, you know, of course he's going to do that. He's right. on cloud nine, right. you know. Sure. So, so you know, uh, he agrees to do that, and, and uh, I fly into Medford. And uh, I can't remember what time of the day it was, but he picks me up at the airport, and of course we have an embrace, and you know he's excited and to see his new son because really that's what he got. He got a new son, you know. And I yeah. uh, got in the car, and we were driving back from Oregon back to the Bay, and I'm just telling him I'm I'm really confessing my sins to my dad, right. stuff that he really didn't want to hear. You know, <laughs> in fact, he didn't ask for any, and I right. started to pick up. He didn't really want to hear this. You needed he, it more than he, he did, yeah, yeah. right? And. Uh, but he said, "Son, I've got a, I got a preacher that I want you to hear. You know, um, he had a tape. You know, because yeah. he knew. Uh, you know, extreme personalities need need extreme preachers. <laughs> right, absolutely, <laughs> right. absolutely. And he, and, and he had a tape of Phil Howard. Doctor yeah. Howard was was had done a sermon on on the prodigal son, and he wanted me to hear this because he, he he knew that I was going to need to be in a different church than the one he was in." I think I know that sermon, by the way. Yeah, and he and he he was in a great church, but it was just you know pastors have different okay, uh, pastors you know you know different pastors are right. cut out for different guys, and so anyway, I, I I listened to this tape and I thought, oh yeah, this guy he uh, he he he's pretty strong. I, he might be able to handle me. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I, I ended up I ended up at Valley Bible. Yeah. Amazing that, uh, you know, so many men and women have cycled through Valley Bible Church, and so many men, especially like uh, you, Pastor Ted, who have actually cycled through, came back out, and now you're pastoring a church somewhere else. 
Man, that story is very familiar for Valley Bible Church. Quick time out, off to check traffic and pay some bills. From the KFX Traffic Center, here's a look at your commute. This report is sponsored by Fix Auto Collision Centers. Watch out in Nevada, westbound 37, before Atherton Avenue. You've got a bicycle, take it away the right lane. A big tangle up for Concord, westbound Highway 4, before Willow Pass. You've got a multi-vehicle crash in the left lane. Over the Santa Cruz Mountains, northbound 17, between Redwood Estates and Saratoga Los Gatos. I'm noting lots of sluggish traffic and a new accident at the Alma Bridge moved over to the right shoulder. Be careful in San Jose, north 680, before McKee. There's a pallet in the middle lanes. That's your traffic. I'm Steve Herrera. A traffic accident can be a real headache, so let Fix Auto Collision Centers help. Fix Auto has locations throughout the greater San Francisco area. Call 1-800-INFO-FIX to find locations nearest you. Remember, you have a choice when it comes to who fixes your car. Choose Fix Auto Collision Centers. And now, back to Lifeline. And we're back. It's Lifeline, the Truth For Today edition with Pastor Phil Howard. In for Phil tonight, Pastor Larry Howard, his nephew, and Ted Montoya, another pastor here in the Bay Area, talking about Thanksgiving. Larry? So uh, we're back again, so thank you very much, Andy, for pulling us back together here. Um, i got a couple more passages that I just, just Thanksgiving period. I mean, I love this subject matter. And, um, uh, you know, Ted was right. It's like, this one's the one that's hard to, um, you, you can, the, the secularism of Thanksgiving is not the same as they've done with Christmas and with Easter. And of course, with us, those holidays can still, still be celebrated properly and be joyous holidays. I'm thankful sure. that we have Christmas yes. to celebrate. And because if we didn't celebrate the birth of Christ, we wouldn't have had Christ for Easter. So we'd had a lot of trouble here. <laughs> so, but there's a couple more verses I just, thought about and um that i've got here and so one of those is out of psalm 69 30 i will praise the name of god with a song i will magnify him with thanksgiving it's interesting now you know i love to sing my family loves to sing and there's several passages of course the psalms are songs so we get that but um there's a ton of psalms where thanksgiving and singing singing and thanksgiving are so linked and we're back to that praising him sure when you praise him you give thanks that's that's true glorifying of god Mm -hmm. when you give thanks back to the one that's done so much for you you're acknowledging that he deserves glory that's right right and so um i don't know about you but have you ever given somebody something that you thought about long and hard you know, like some gift that you thought, man, I really want to get them this. I saved up the money. I buy them this gift. And you give it to them. Yeah. And it had, it had a great cost for you. Yeah. And they don't say, they open it, they look at it, they act like they're happy about it, yeah. but you never hear them acknowledge that you got it for them. Yeah. You ever had that? Well, I mean, well, let, what's that like? Well, um, <laughs> l- let me let me, let me me turn that around a little bit. Sure. Okay? Um, and, and I'm... To my shame, I share this story because it, it, I look back on it. I was a kid, probably about mm, nine years old, ten years old, Christmas time, yeah. right? And of course, you know, in America, the way we do Christmas, you know, you 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 tell your parents what you want, of course, and you know, you have your list. and And on my list back then, I'm nine, ten, whatever it was, a Swin. I wanted a Swin ten speed, okay. so I was probably like eleven because you had to be tall enough to ride, yeah. you know. And, and I wanted a Swin ten speed. 
right? So fast forward Christmas Day, you know, we live in a two-story house. I, I, I'm excited. Like all my brothers, I come from a family of seven kids at the time, not eight later. But um, and, and, you know, you got seven kids. You got lots of Christmas presents yeah. around the tree. And, and I run downstairs, you know, excited, you know, just believing because, you know, you know how Santa is. You know, he always provides <laughs> what you want, right? Yeah. And, and I get downstairs and there's a 10-speed there, right? And I look at it. And it's not a Schwinn, right? It wasn't a Schwinn. My dad was a truck driver, right? So he was doing the best he could to provide gifts for seven kids. Right. It, it, or I don't know if all of the, my siblings were born at that, my younger siblings. But um, I remember having to kind of fake that I was happy, right? Right, right. And, and, and being disappointed, right? I was just, I was. I was yeah. disappointed, you know, because it wasn't yeah. what I wanted, you know. And I look back on that and think, you know, now, you know, as a dad, I've, I've raised three daughters. i got grandkids now. And to think about what was going on in his mind and the overtime that he had to work, right. provide all those gifts for his kids. Right. And, and I look back and go, you know, this sounds bad on radio probably, but what an idiot. <laughs> I, I was just an idiot. I think it's know? applicable, yeah, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was, it was, it was, it's the opposite of, being, of, of, of gratitude. Right. It's, no, it's right. not really Ingrat, grateful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I've, I've been on the other end of that. You know, and I think that um, it's pretty obvious to spot people who are grateful. You could see it in their face. You can't hide right. when you're, you know, people who are thankful. I think getting back to you, you're talking about singing. You know, I, as we were walking into the studio today and I was talking to Larry about our, our, my early memories of you, Larry, and, and I sitting behind you in church and, and I could hear your voice. And this is a compliment, so don't make fun of it because <laughs> I know you will. But I could hear your voice over the all the voices around me. You would sing like you meant it, right. and, and it blessed me. I'm telling you the truth. I, I probably told you that even then. Like, I am so – because, um, you know, I've been in church with people who don't sing. I've been around lots of men who've been in church their whole life, and you look at them during the service, and, you, and their lips aren't moving. I'm like, I don't – how could you be thankful – or how could you contain, maybe is the right word, how can you contain your gratitude? Right. I don't know how to stuff my emotions, right? And obviously you don't. No. And I think that you don't have to have a good voice. Mm. All these verses that you read about singing and all that, you don't need a good voice to be thankful to sing. You right. just sing, right? right? You and, sing. And so, yeah. I, if you're thankful, it does something to your mouth. That's I think. Right. I think that's and right. so, uh, since Phil's supposed to be here and he's not, uh, you know, Phil has told me, and I told you this and we laughed about it earlier, but, uh, you know, Pastor Phil, um, he is my uncle, so he has, he, he handles me maybe a little differently than he does some of uh, other people. But he, you know, he told me one time, he said, you know, Larry, you've got a great voice. You just tear it up getting it out. <laughs> so I'm like, well, thanks. I, I don't think that's a compliment, but thank you very much. So, well, Tell a little story on him, but um, th- that I'm thankful for him trying to keep me humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, and there's there's more, Pat. But what I was thinking, get back to your the story, even that you were telling there on the other side. That I'm thinking, what must it be like for God, who didn't get you an off brand ten speed? Yeah, He gave you His best. Oh my! He gave you the best gift yeah. that you could ever have. And sometimes we're not very grateful for it. You know, we, we can we can leave Thanksgiving out of everything. We come back to him and want more, and we haven't thanked him for everything he's given us. And we, we can certainly do that. And I just was – the reason I set that up, I was trying to think, man, what must that be like? Because I, uh, I, I know my dear wife, who um, is one of the kindest people I've ever known – and she will go out of her way to do things for people. Her her way of speaking love to people is doing things and getting them gifts and doing that. Yeah. 
And um, I know she's told me before, she said, all I want to hear from anybody when I do that, like, I don't care. They don't have to do anything for me. But if I could just hear them say thanks, at least. Yeah. And I, I've had to educate my children. And you know, both of my kids, you were their youth pastor yeah. <laughs> here at Valley. And um, I told them that early in life. I go, look, if you want the gift that keeps giving, that'd be mom. She'll keep giving. Make sure you tell her thank you. Yeah. And I yeah. think that God doesn't operate off of that procedure. But we've been told so many times to give him thanks. Yeah. That to me, when we don't, it's disobedience. Yeah. It really is. And so I'm just trying to encourage our listeners, man, put God first in your list. Like, oh, yeah, he wants you to come. He wants you to petition him. And we could go to, um, what is it, Philippians 4 there. Where? Well, let's look at it. Let me, let me just look at it real quick. Philippians 4. Um, sorry, this is dead radio time while I look it up because I don't want to misquote it, though. Um, so just for a moment, it's um, – sorry about this, Andy – Sorry, we're we're paying for this radio time, and I'm doing a passage here. Hold on a second. I'm almost with you guys. Probably 4-4. Four, four, yeah, 4-4. Four, four. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say rejoice. This is Paul writing this. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with... An ungrateful heart. No, it doesn't say that. It says, with thanksgiving, I don't want to hear about your requests. No, he says, let your requests be made known to God. Mm-hmm. And then look what happens when you do it that way. There's a formula there, right, Ted? You see the formula in the passage. Supplication, with thanksgiving, I'm going to come and let my request be made known to God. And then, and no matter what the anxious thing that you you might be anxious for up there in the top part, if you follow this pattern of leaving it with the Lord, with thanksgiving, about even about the thing that you're anxious about. That's good. I'm giving That's thanks good. even about the thing that I'm anxious about. Then what happens? And then the peace of God, which surpasses all of your comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Beautiful. Beautiful. What a, and Thanksgiving's part of that formula. Though. Absolutely. I'm going to read from the end. The, oh, you got a different version. i got the New yeah. Living Translation. Yeah, go, go. Um, listen to this. Always be full of joy. In the Lord. Mm. I say it again, like as if you need to, right? (laughs) Rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do. Remember the Lord is coming soon. Yep. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. There you go. Tell God what you need. How about that? Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. Then you will experience God's peace with exceeding, excuse me, which exceeds anything we can understand his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. All right. We're going to pay some bills on that one. You betcha. Yeah. Put a bookmark right there. We'll be back in just a moment. Off to the KFX Traffic Center. Here's another look at your commute. And now back to Lifeline. And we're back. It's Lifeline, the Truth For Today edition. Your guest hosts tonight, Larry Howard and Ted Montoya, a couple of capable men of God, willing to spend some time talking about uh, Thanksgiving. Right, Larry? I know we're talking about Thanksgiving, so I'll just say I'm very thankful to be here tonight and, and to be able to be here on the radio. I'm thankful for 
the fact that we have um, Truth For Today on the radio and that we get to have guests like a Ted Montoya come in or Ronnie Johnson last month and different ones. And, and, uh, and I know you all got stuck with me instead of Pastor Phil, but that's okay. I'm here. and um, I'm, I'm, I'm loving an, it, man. I'm another Pastor Howard, but I'm just not I, I, Pastor Phil Howard. <laughs> I'm loving it. And, and I was thinking as, as Ted was reading that passage that we just read there out of, uh, out of Philippians 4, verses uh, four through about, I guess we read through about number eight there on those verses. And as he was reading that, I was watching him. He opened his Bible and he's reading it and he's got glasses on. And um, me and him both wear glasses now. And when I first met Ted, neither one of us needed glasses. That's right. yeah. <laughs> and we we had more hair and than I, we have and, now. And I'm thankful for glasses, right? <laughs> yes. I'm absolutely thankful. very thankful to have them. But um, I, I think that um, one of the things I was going to say, though, is um, I'm so thankful for the radio ministry and um, for our uh, our volunteers and the people that work in our radio ministry here at a valley and um you know chuck laudabodier is a guy behind the scenes that does a ton of things for the radio and helps keep it up and running and then of course we have donators and that type of thing and that's what we want to talk a little bit about just just momentarily i want to say a couple things uh truth for today is on every day of the week except for saturday i believe it is right monday through friday we are on at 5 30 a.m so please join us there and that's uh, you'll hear some great preaching there from Pastor Phil, and then at eight thirty a.m. on Sunday mornings, and then we have a podcast that you can listen to anytime. You just download that and listen to it, and so um, uh, and and then um, normally, normally now with COVID. 19 virus that's going on there is no normal there's nothing normal anymore we found out the new normal is a daily thing we don't know what it is and we all have different feelings about that we won't get into the political ramifications here on the radio but normally we would have done a uh uh, um we usually do an appreciation fundraiser type thing for the radio and but because of the covid virus we were unable to do that this particular time so i'm just going to try and encourage you the listener and those people that uh, have supported us in the past um, if you can continue to do that or if you've never supported uh, the radio ministry you've listened to it um, if this has ever blessed your life I would love for you to consider maybe donating a little bit of funds toward the uh, toward the truth for today and um, there's lots of information that we will give you later on that tells you how to be able to do that and um, so I think Andy will provide some of that for you I've never done that on the radio with you guys but I I know that um, right now a lot of this is underwritten by a few men within the church at Valley Bible and um, anything you can do would help those men have uh, more money to give their Christmas gifts to their family no just kidding <laughs> but um, so no we would be very we would be thankful to you if you've been thankful by anything that you've enjoyed in, in listening to this, we'd be thankful if you could help us out in that area. So there's a little advertisement, not really intended to be that way. I think that um, uh, that's another aspect of being thankful, is being able to give back to the Lord. And if you give back to this ministry, we don't know how many people's lives are being touched. Yeah. You know, so, um, but anyway, so I've had a good time being here, and we're, we're not even halfway through yet, so we're, we're still revving up. But yeah. um, be ready be ready for anything I ask you, Ted. You know that, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, another uh, passage that I, I looked at, um, I'm back into Colossians again here, and um, I was thinking of in Colossians 1, verse 12, he, uh, Paul, uh, again, he says, uh, well, let me go back. Let me go up uh, another. Let me go up to 10. Uh, uh, no, no, I'll start 11. Strengthening you with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience and joyously giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. 
joyously giving thanks. I think that's what you were talking about earlier with your story about the bike yeah. that your dad got. The, you were giving thanks outwardly, but that's there was right. no inward it was joy. Mechanical. It was a mechanical yeah. thing. So I think we got to be careful with that, right? We got to yeah, think absolutely. about it. Hey, I don't want to be mechanical. I don't want it to be a forced, I have to give thanks. Yeah. So I'm going to say thank you. Yeah. Uh, with God, because he's done so much for us, you should be able to joyously give him thanks. That's right. <laughs> no. well, didn't it say something there about uh, being grateful for his exceeding great power? Yes. Right. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps sometimes um, we we go through the mechanics of it because we don't really understand it, right? Or we've not experienced God's right. great power right. in our lives. As I was mentioned as a young man, you know, in my early teens, I didn't get it. Yeah. I, I just didn't get. It. I hadn't experienced God's grace in a personal way. Right, I'd heard the stories from you know the, when you're when you're a teenager, everyone looks old, you know. Right. And, well, yeah. And, and I'd hear all these old people talking about you know. God. And now here we are. Yeah. The, <laughs> no, no, no. Who here? You are. <laughs> right. But no, you know, I, I remember you know going. Yeah, I hear about all these stories, but that's not my experience, right? It wasn't until I experienced God's great power in salvation that it turned me into a thankful person, and. Uh, uh, we, I'm sorry, that's me. I have everything turned off. I do not know why that's going off. Everything's on a silent mode, but still, okay. Okay. the Lord must be making me do that. But go ahead. Excuse us. Okay. So, But anyway, I think that, you know, uh, illumination, just to be thankful for illumination, you know, it, the, the Holy Spirit's got to illuminate truths to your mind. And, and you know, I think ex- illumination and experience kind of go hand in hand. You have an en- encounter or an experience with the Lord, and then... Your your mind and heart is illuminated to that is in fact God doing these things for me right right, right. and and so I, I think that there's a you know it, when God starts to show up in our lives um, generally speaking it stops being mechanical yeah you, you just don't need to fake it you don't need nope. to go through the motions it's it's authentic you know yeah and, and I just I think just I I think sometimes I have to if I get in that. It's owed to me m- mood. Yeah. You know, which we, as Americans, we can kind of get in that mood sometimes. Uh, things are owed to me. And um, and then I start thinking I earned it and that I deserved it. Well, I think, yeah. And I and understand. I think that rem- that takes me to the story of the prodigal son. You know, the, yep. the, the prodigal son, he, he knew he didn't deserve it. <laughs> right. <laughs> there wasn't no earned. In other words, <laughs> yeah. he, deserved, he, deserved, he deserved um in his own mind. Uh, I'm not worthy to be your son. I'll go be a servant. I, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm worthy to feed hogs. You know, right. that's what I'm good for, right? Yeah. But the older brother, he had it all. Along. 